FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, and self-defense. Now, here are your hosts, Dave Stahl, Lance Pelkey, and Michael Schwartz. All right, folks, welcome. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by The Gun Range San Diego. That's The Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue. Open 10 to 10, seven days a week. Go to thegunrangesandiego.com for all of the benefits and features that are going on at that event. It is the Nordstrom's of gun ranges. You just need to go down there and check these bad boys out. That is the gun range, San Diego. All right. So we got Lance in the house. We got uh, Uncle Dave. Michael Schwartz in the house. The one and only. The one and only. In the flesh. The man that needed a battery. <laughs> we got it all taken care where of. Where have I heard that before? Yeah. So June 19th, by the way, we're having our big uh, picnic. Uh, it's a picnic? A, a picnic. It's actually a meet. What it is is a uh, meet and greet. Because it's the summer months, we're uh, yeah. uh, we're not going to have the four meetings we normally have. We're just going to have one meeting. It's at your house? Be, uh, yeah, my house. Well, kind of. Gunfighter Tactical. It's a home away from home. Yeah. <laughs> when are you doing it? On the 20th? 20- June 19th. That's a Wednesday, Mike. That's a Wednesday night. No, wait till the... Wait till the 26th. That's the way I go up and get my 22. And then we, I kill two birds with one stone. There you nice. go. But we're going to have street tacos, and we're going to have uh, drinks, and there's going to be a scavenger hunt, and we're going to have Tatiana Whitlock, who you guys may remember. Uh, yeah, Tino. you've been hiding her from us. That's right. So she's going to be there. But I just want to let everybody know, June 19th, market calendar, what 6 p.m. 6 p.m. We're at? Free at Gunfighter Tactical. Free. Uh, 70, no, 81, 81-something 81 Miramar Road. Yeah. Miramar Road. Yeah, you can't miss it. It's on the right-hand side. Duh. Just west of the uh, of the, uh, the pyramid. Yeah, the thing. So. And by the way, I put a red dot on my uh, 22. Did you? Heck yeah, man. Fabulous. I know. I can't wait. Oh, it's how's, so much fun. How's that? Well, true? I have. I won't get it. I still got nine more days. Which red mm-hmm. dot did you put on it, Dave? I don't know. It's okay. still in jail. I, they, they have a really good uh, uh, gunsmith at you know, Gunfighter Gunfire. Tactical. Yeah, Morgan. And I said, yeah, exactly. So I says, all right, Morgan, let me, let me put it this way. This is your gun. What would you put on it? I'll take care of you. Not a problem. Yeah. You'll love this. Just open up the money shoot. That's the smartest thing to say to a gunsmith. And and you know what? 60 bucks. Yeah. He could have, he could have sold me a real expensive. Yeah. For 22, that's all I need. Cause you don't have any shock or any, uh, you know. Exactly. And yeah, he says, you're not taking it to Iraq. Uh, no, no. So. The gophers are already on alert. You know, we've seen a few of them trying to ask, you know, leave the backyard because they know I'm coming. Oh, the, I can't wait. The rodents. The rodents. Hey, speaking of rodents. That's, the, that's, a, that's a great segue. Speaking Here we go. of rodents. Listen to this. Okay, so uh, we're going to talk to John about the legalities of this in the next, next segment, but I wanted to set up uh, some of the context. The city of San Diego, mm-hmm. this is uh, their city council, is uh, looking to approve an ordinance to amend Chapter 5, Article 3 of the San Diego Municipal Code. It is the uh, Safe Storage of Firearms Regulation. So what they're looking to do is, and apparently the uh, inside uh, scoop on this, is that this was championed by uh, the city attorney, Mara Elliott. This was her thing that she wanted to do. Those who don't know, the city attorney, so first off, the city attorney is not the district attorney. Okay, the city attorney is the attorney for the city council. Right. So they're 
their job. That's it. Their job is to defend the city council and serve uh, uh, yeah. the city. Anytime a city council member says, "Hey, I need some legal advice," this city or this uh, city attorney, Mara Elliott, has decided that she wants to be a radical extremist uh, uh, activist, anti-gun activist. Much of it is anti-gun activism. She meets with the the really extreme anti-gun folks here in town um, pretty regularly, and what this is. Uh, is it will everybody in the city of San Diego, and basically unless you're holding your firearm, it has to be disassembled, locked up, inoperable. We're talking about your house here. Yeah, this inside is a your bad house. thing. In, they're telling you what to do in your house, Dave. Really? Yeah. Or get your hands to. off my house. Yeah, they're trying. They have no constitutional to. authority to do this, in my opinion, and they're completely off base here. So you tell. Well, them. so so but the, one of the parts of the context. So, you know, a lot of times when I, when I tell people, you know, at a meeting or whatever, some of our members, and I say, hey, this is what's going on. The first thing they want to do is reason with them, you know? Well, gee, right. have, have you told them that that doesn't make any sense because this, that, and the other thing, blah, blah, blah. But the, here's, the context here is they're not trying to do something reasonable no. or effective. What they're trying to do is paint gun owners as dangerous. Uh, they're trying to do more and more uh, <clears throat> uh, regulations and laws that kind of help help crowbar into your your personal life more and more and more. Right. So if they can do this, then whatever's next is going to be that much easier. Right. Well, you're talking about your house. I keep going back to that because I agree with what sure. you're saying 100%. But the fact that they're telling you what to do in your house. Now, if it was a gay issue, for instance, or if we're talking about that, you know, then they're going to get all upset. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to gun issues, it's oh, like they different. think they could do this. And it's just not right. Well, and that's, you know... You're absolutely right. In in a lot of other situations, you know the the you know stay out of my whatever, stay out of my stay out of my bedroom, stay out of my bedroom. What my guns in my bedroom? Mm-hmm. You know what? Stay out of my bedroom. Stay out of my bedroom. Um, and yeah. uh, you know I I fall on the side of of you know individual rights and liberty. Um, across the board, unfortunately, they do not. Some the ones that they agree so with. So is they she do. trying to pass this law? Yeah. So it's going. Oh, yeah, it's definitely. working its way through committee. This will only affect the city of San Diego. So if you live in Santee or. Or Oceanside or Alpine, whatever. Yeah, but it'll be coming if you, you know. Well, yeah, if it goes it. an inch, it'll go a mile. Right. right. Tell them no, stay out of my bedroom. And and her, her write-up was just absolutely ludicrous. I mean, it makes it sound like she's, you know, she's doing something to strengthen the Second Amendment. It makes it her, her you know, they, they do this write-up, the, this reasoning on, you know, here's why I can do it. Here's why. Oh, yeah, the lies are everything. just off the chart. I mean, it, it makes it sound like the Second Amendment won't stand unless we pass this uh, regulation. Right. Now, we- now, keep in mind two things. Barbara Bree is one of the people who's behind this. Barbara Bree is one of the city council members. Uh, she's running for mayor. Uh, Mara Elliott is running for reelection. Mm-hmm. You know, all the, this is just a big, you know, dog and pony show. Sure, it's just for politics. Well, also, too, it's all funded. In, and let's just talk, let's put the cards on the table by Think Blue mm-hmm. or Act Blue, sorry. So if you look up Act Blue, which, I, by the way, I was going to forward you their website, but if you hadn't had a chance to look at it I when I said it to you, all you guys look at Act Blue. What they do is. They're a uh, way of gathering money. Um, they create um, technology and whatnot for organizations to be created and whatnot to raise money to do all kinds of stuff like this. Then they fund those organizations. Mm-hmm. And so um, the quote, you know, Brady people and all that stuff, that is just a front for all the uh, Act Blue people. Mm-hmm. So they're highly organized and, and technology-wise, they're in great shape. And well, so, well, what, what I find, a lot of, in, in my experience as an activist in, in San Diego, of course, we're nonpartisan. Um, but my experience, uh, it had, and this happens on both sides of the aisle, but it, it's far more common on the democratic side where they, uh, uh, groups, um, take an issue 
And rather than truly, you know, be passionate about the issue or something that they're dedicated to, they use that issue just to get more Democrats elected. Right. And I've seen it in the LGBT uh, community with their activists. I've definitely seen it with the anti-gun activists. Now, I'm not saying all LGBT, you know, uh, activists are just trying to get Democrats elected. What I am saying is there is a significant number Mm -hmm. of activists that don't really, it's not really about the issue. It's just about getting more Democrats elected. And, you know, proof positive of this is the fact that the uh, leader of the Moms Demand Action um, uh, here in San Diego, who's been really loud and really extreme, um, is now running for city council in San Diego. Well, and why not? Because they got, you know, their victory in Del Mar. And by the way, I won't go to the Del Mar um, fair. So you don't want I don't support them at all. All of us shouldn't support them as far as I'm concerned. None of us at all. But look, so they had a victory there. They've had numerous victories now. And so, you know, why not? They continue wanting to use us as a punching bag. Well, and, and the city council now, uh, I, I would say, is uh, it's fair to say that it's, it's not exactly Second Amendment friendly. Um, this is going to be a slug match. Uh, mm-hmm. Council member Chris Kate uh, is an extremely reasonable, level-headed guy, and I expect that he's going to vote the, the right way on this. Um, but once it gets out of committee, um, yeah. you know, it's uh, I, I don't I think this thing's probably going to pass, and then we're going to have to start talking about the legalities, and someone's going to have to sue. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's the only way. You it's know, gonna... And this stuff doesn't have to happen if we get the right people elected. Right. And I got to tell you, if the, yep. if if this whacked out mom's demand action lady gets on the city council we're in trouble things aren't better things are way worse all right so folks remember that when you go to the ballot box hey don't go anywhere up next uh after the break john dylan when with the gun laws in california then the gun range san diego you don't want to miss either one of them stay tuned this is gun sports radio fm 96 1 a.m 1170 the answer Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer, I'm Dave. He's Lance. Then we got Michael Schwartz in the house as well. But hey, folks, have you heard us tell you how easy it is to install a Cali key? Well, I was just up at Gunfighter Tactical, and he showed this guy how to do it, and I couldn't believe how easy it is to do. You can make your California legal in recognition of the recent gun laws. Those laws cha- uh, changes can put the unknowing owner of an AR-15 or 10 on the wrong side of a jail door. And if you want your AR to keep it pistol grip, telescoping stock, core grips, and, and still have a detachable magazine, check out Cali Key. Cali Key is a cost-effective, easy solution that will allow you to keep your AR compliant and future-proof your AR from all those horrible new California gun laws. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford. CaliKey.com, that's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. And before we get to John Dillon, because you may talk to John Dillon if you join up with firearmslegal.com. And if you need any help at all, because what would you do if you got pulled over and the policeman decided to take you to jail? Well, who's going to take care of bail? Who's going to get you out of jail? Well, firearms legal protection for less than $10 a month will get you a 24-hour hotline, 365 days a year. And if you do get yourself into a sticky wicket and you live here in San Diego, firearmslegal.com contracts with John Dillon, the best gun lawyer I know. Go to cafirearmslaw.com, cafirearmslaw.com. 
especially if you have a question. Maybe you're importing a gun. Maybe your uncle gave you an old antique, or maybe it's a fairly new gun, and he just wants to give it to you because you're a good guy. No, 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 no. 760-431-9501, 760-431-9501. When in doubt, call John. I'm telling you, you don't want to get yourself into a situation and have to call him afterwards. And if you don't have firearmslegal.com, it'll be a ugly phone call. So check him out. Hey, John, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty well. How are you guys? You know, living the dream. Excellent. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, I'm sure it's already uh, started to be discussed, but uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about this uh, proposed ordinance uh, in San Diego. Uh which basically is a, a gun storage lock uh, mandate uh, that they're proposing. Um, so just to get right into it, uh, the proposed law would basically make it unlawful for any person to keep a firearm within any residence uh, unless the firearm is in a locked container or disabled with a trigger lock. Uh and they, you know, when they cite this law, they try to, you know, virtue signal and say this is going to protect the health and safety of the public and we're going to prevent suicides, all sorts of stuff, uh, by mandating uh, that all firearms be locked up. Um, but they, they completely you know, drop the ball on, on this law. It makes no sense why they're even considering it. Uh, and I'm going to go into that right now. <laughs> so first. Uh, they, they argue that there's no substantial burden uh, with this mandate on the Second Amendment because it still allows you, one of the exceptions is if you're carrying the gun, you're allowed to have it unlocked and not in like a trigger or a lock container, have it in a trigger lock. So they're basically saying if you don't want to lock up your gun, you have to carry it on your hip, even in your own home, which is odd. Uh, but basically... Uh, to just get right down to it, first and foremost, uh, California, you know, we already have uh, a million gun laws on the books, but there, there's a state law already. It's called the Criminal Storage of Firearms, and there's three degrees uh, of this. And basically, it's if anyone under 18, a child, a minor, or any prohibited person in any way, which means someone who has a felon, a domestic violence, you know, conviction, uh, anyone who has uh, mental illness or, you know, 5150, you know, style prohibitions uh, on their record. All of this applies to all of them. And if you allow even likely access to any of these prohibited people uh, in your home, you can get uh, criminal storage of firearms in the third degree. And no one even actually has to get access to it in that case. Uh, in the second degree, if someone's under 18 or prohibited in some other manner and they take the gun that wasn't secured and they take it to a public place, that's criminal storage in the second degree and that could be a misdemeanor. Uh, and again, if it results in the injury uh, of a person, that's criminal storage in the first degree. Uh, and you, you can even get a felony in that. But it's one of those things where we already have a law that deals with safe storage firearms. And this is a feel-good, you know, virtue-signaling law that these people are considering that will do nothing to help anyone. Uh, and it's a blanket rule that doesn't take into account that there are, you know, how many thousand, like tens of th hundreds of thousands of 
you know, homes in San Diego County that don't have minors that live in them. They don't have prohibited people uh, that are in their homes. So, you know, why should we require that all of those hundreds of thousands of people and maybe, you know, that have these guns, why do they have to lock them up? Who are they locking them up from? So uh, how most people, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, John, I didn't mean to interrupt. So how, di- I, I kind of can hear it, but how different is San Diego's proposal from existing state law? Like you had to quantify it or, or you know, exactly how different is it? Well, they, when it comes to the, the state laws, you know, it actually requires something to happen uh, for the most part. Uh, and then you can you get in trouble if you didn't secure your firearm right. And it was, you should have, cause you had minors in the home or something else like that. This is just a blanket ban, regardless of the situation, regardless of if anything even happens. Uh, and they, they allow this, Oh, you get to carry it. Or as well, if you have immediate, uh, access or immediate control over it. And then the, the wordage they use is as if carried on a person's body. So that's an exception. I have no idea what that means. Does that mean if you can put it in the nightstand next to your bed at night, because mm. you can easily get it? No idea. Uh, it's not defined in this ordinance. It's poorly written ordinance. I don't know who wrote it. I, uh, I, I think but, we, I think I have an idea of who, who would write a poorly <laughs> written, ridiculous ordinance. Yeah, uh, and it, it does nothing. It adds no additional safety measures or anything that'll help anyone be on the what's already in the law. I mean, and they don't take into account uh, a number of things. First, all FFLs in the state are required to post giant signs in their stores that talk about safe storage of firearms and safe handling of firearms. Uh, the firearms industry is huge on this. Uh, about being personally responsible for your firearms. And, you know, we do encourage people to lock them up if we're not going to be around and don't leave like a loaded gun just, you know, lying on the counter, especially if there's kids in the house or, you know, people are coming over that you, you know, maybe they're just acquaintances. But uh, it's not when people try to mandate this. Yeah. And well, that, a, a law. and that's the next way Lance brought that up. Um, you know, how is this legal? How can they do this? Or, or is it? Well, it started in San Francisco, really, uh, where they did something similar to this when it came to, you know, safe storage firearms. And they got around it by this, you can carry it on your person exception. Uh, and under our wonderful uh, court system in the Ninth Circuit, they, they said, oh, that's totally fine. That uh, That's not a burden. But uh, it. It's an absurd uh, statement, so people just have to walk around with a gun on their hip while they're home. Uh, makes no sense, regardless if there's a child in the home or if there's just two, you know, 30-year-old adults who are perfectly, you know, safe with, with guns. I, it's your personal choice uh, as a gun owner to how you store and how you have access to your firearms and, frankly, how you defend yourself. Uh and the city nor the state shouldn't be mandating, you know, what circumstance you're going to be putting yourself in with fumbling with a trigger lock or, you know, a safe in the middle of the night if someone breaks into your home. Can, John, can I add uh, something? Yeah. It's Lance. Um, this is the, I, I want people to know, this is the same city council that um, when all of us dial um, the non-emergency phone line for the police department, that 
underfund yeah. the police department so they don't answer the phone. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, this is like a flashbang grenade because they're not getting any real city business done to help us protect us from the bad guys, all this other crap that's going on. They're just beating on the poor gun owner because mm-hmm. they can get away with it right now to seem like they're actually doing something. So remember, this is the same city council that is underfunding the police department like crazy and then also leaving them at the meetings to have to clean up all their stuff. So don't yeah. don't take it from them. Don't don't take it from them. Well, and I think you just hit on something and, extremely powerful. That, you know, the fact that, you know, they're passing this law as if, um, you know, the the foundation of this, of their argument, is that guns are dangerous. But in reality, it's the other way around. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, and, and John, you just totally nailed it that, hey, if someone can't get to a device that can save their life quickly and efficiently, mm. then guess what? Their life isn't going to be saved. But right. that's not their perspective. Their perspective is that guns are always dangerous right. and evil and bad. And that's really, yeah, I mean, we've got to stop that narrative. And there's two other things I want to hit on. First, the studies in everything that they cite in, in their staff report are, are poorly done. Uh, if you actually look into what they did, they, they don't truly account for all you know the different variables and have a proper control. And they're, they're basically comparison studies, and I put studies in quotes there. Uh, so they don't truly say and prove what they say they are proving. And, and the second thing I want to say is, you know, all guns are already sold with locks in this state. It's mandated by law. And to further right. prove how pointless this entire ordinance right. is, this amendment, is it has a lost or stolen firearm requirement that if you, you lose, your, lose your firearm or your firearm stolen, you have to report it to police. That already exists. Or else you're going to be liable. That's already law. Yeah. So hey, let me, everything let me, that they've tried to propose is already law. It really it's is. Let me ask you. pointless. Just because we have a couple of it's minutes. Something. And I hear it uh, talked about so often. Can you talk about the preemption laws in California? You know, how is the city able to do this uh, over state? Yeah, uh, it, yeah, and good. this this might be a future issue that will you know address um, what's going on here. Is like this is already law. Like, why are you know it, state law arguably could preempt? this pointless provision because state law already addresses it. It's already taken uh, control over the store, safe storage of firearms in California uh, and mandated how it needs to be done. So that's uh, one big argument that can happen. But, but John, who's uh, fighting it? Eventually we'll get, you know, someone will bring this to court. Because, Who? You know, if I'm a four-year-old little guy, I don't want to lock my gun up and I shouldn't have to. If I, you know, I don't have kids, no one prohibited lives or comes into my home. Why do I have to carry my gun on my hip in order for it to be lawful? Why can't I put it on the corner? I'm the only one in the home. Yeah. And, well, and but this who, isn't like a isolated person here. Like th- this would apply to thousands of people in the county. Yeah. But, but who's fighting this, John? Hey, you know, you got San Diego County gun owners who work tirelessly, and Michael, you know, is the spear point on that uh, in the local issues. But, you know, you, every gun uh, rights organization out of California, they, they all are working on this okay. kind of stuff. Uh, There's no lawsuit against this yet. That are getting filed. Not yet, but it's because it's a proposed law, right. uh, you know, proposed ordinance. But if it gets passed, then, yeah, this is going to be on the chopping block to try to challenge because... It's just these pointless, useless, <laughs> and 
frankly, unconstitutional uh, overreach of these people who just, you know, frankly, think something so fundamentally, but it's wrong, <laughs> unfortunately. But they'll die on their sword trying to take away other people's rights to defend themselves. Uh, and they think they're a better person for it. Oh, but sure. They're not. Hey, John. And John, real quick, Lance again. Um, you know, with this horrible thing that happened in Virginia, uh, Virginia Beach, with with the shooting there, the some of the talk that's going around is is that you know it was it was a you know a gun free zone. So the guy knew it was a gun free zone, and then the talk. If you go to uh, crimeresearch.org, and there's a lot of good mm-hmm. articles, but we all talk about you know a good guy with a gun and you know a bad guy with a gun type of deal, and how these bad guys, like the guy in Colorado, also uh, purposely picked a place that was a gun-free zone. Well, of course. And so if you, San Diego with these locked up guns, to Michael's point, I mean, how can you have access to your firearm when the damn thing's locked up? I totally you know? get And it. I know, exactly. I mean, it's just crazy. So, so, so we should be able to have a choice. All right. Hey, John, thank, thank you. you very much. We appreciate it. CAfirearmslaw.com, CAfirearmslaw.com or 760-431-9501. Don't hesitate to give John a call because he'd rather be have you be proactive, not reactive. Got it. Right here. All right, buddy. Thanks. thanks. Take care, buddy. Hey, Gun Sports Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Lance, Michael, and I are in here having ourselves a gay old time. Hey, folks, have you heard us tell you about how easy it is to install a Cali key in your AR? Well, California legal, in recognition of recent gun law changes, those laws change can put that unknowing owner of your AR-15 or AR-10 on the wrong side of a jail door. If you want your AR to keep it pistol grip, telescoping stock, four grips, still have a detachable magazine, check out Cali Key. Cali Key is a cost-effective, easy solution. They'll allow you to keep your AR compliant and future-proof your AR from all those horrible new California gun laws. Keep your Cali, keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford. CaliKey.com, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. All right, this segment is The Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue in San Diego. 10 to 10, seven days a week, 858-573-1911. Just go to TheGunRangeSanDiego.com. You want to put a gun party together, get some of your your brothers and your sisters or maybe a bachelorette party or a bachelor party or just a little morale boost for your employees, they can hook you up. That's the Gun Range San Diego. The Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. Hey, we got our good. Who we got today? We got Casey. Casey, how you doing, buddy? Oh, you know, we're down here living the dream. Hey, and speaking of that, I I was I looking at your Instagram uh, for uh, the gun range, and you go, you guys got that really cool new uh, rental weapon in. Yeah. What is it? I was actually going to talk about that. That is the new Walther Q5SF, which is their steel frame. And it's it's probably one of the smoothest shooting pistols I've ever shot in my life. Holy smokes. It is so tight. The lockup on it is just awesome. We checked it out at that SHOT Show, and it was probably... Probably one of the top five things that I saw there that I was just extremely excited for. How did that so thing get into in, California? You know, that's the cool part about us having a gun range of stuff is we can get rental guns like that for folks to come and enjoy and drool over, but never buy. Oh, California. gotcha. Not on the roster. <laughs> Good. So you could uh, shoot off roster uh, pistols at the gun range, San Diego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fabulous. We got a lot of them. We, we do a lot of, uh, especially for law enforcement, we do a lot of firearms, especially with like the new concealed carry 
that they can only have like certain ones out there. A lot of guys want to test them out first. So we got like the Walther or the, the Walther, excuse me, the SIG P365. Mm-hmm. We got the new Glock 45, the 43X, the 48. We got all the new ones, the Mark 7 or the uh, M17 from SIG. We got some 320s in here. We got so much stuff that, you know, we're what, never really at a What's a Glock 45? The Glock 45 is basically the, it's a 17 frame with a uh, 19 slide with front serrations uh, and ambidextrous slide release. Oh, nice. Okay. It's, it's a, the Glock uh, 45 is 9 millimeter. Oh, the mm-hmm. irony. Yeah, I know. I know. It's great. It's, it's, it's like, yeah, I want the Glock 45. Like, I mean, the, the they, 9 mil or a Glock that is chambered in 45. What else does Glock have that's like the size of a 43? Uh, they have the 43X now, which is a long-handled 43. Oh, uh, that one's, you know, it's pretty cool. We have it in here. They, they, they did that one, and then the 48, which is actually one that a lot of people really want. That is off roster, of course. And that one is pretty much a single stack nine, Glock 19. It's pretty much a Glock 19 cut straight in half, so it still has a real nice sight radius, but it's thin, it's easy to use, and it's a 10-round 9 mil. So a lot of people are very desirable for that one. Um, it's just off roster. So. so it's the same size as a 19 then? Just, just, uh, just narrower. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Lengthwise, everything is just cut in half. And so it's it's an it's an absolute tack driver. I love that guy. I got to try so that. It's really fun we have on there. Yeah, yep. I got to try that. We got that one in. on our uh, on our seal side. We're doing a couple new guns. So we got a couple LWRC ARs coming in, which are one of my favorites. Uh, we have a Steyr AG coming in for sale. Whoa! We got a new. Really? I know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What happened there? Here you go. Uh, you know we. we we have all these ARs and stuff, and we do sell a lot of ARs, but, you know, we like to put a couple of exotic things on there because we can. So why not, you know, kind of spruce it up, make it look really nice in here. So we did that one. We got a new Benelli 1014, not an M4. We got a 1014. Uh, so it has the collapsible stock that's fixed, but it's really awesome gun, and it's burnt bronze, so it's a really nice color. Let's go. Like, we're doing really good, can, you know. It's let, keeping can, us busy. Can we rewind for a second and tell and talk about the uh-huh. LWRC? Talk about the brand and, yeah. and and how I have one. I I think they're fabulous. Exactly. Yeah, I have an LWRC M6 IC, which is the new ones. LWRC is uh, probably one of the better companies, and they also do piston rifles. So their piston system is absolutely out of this world. Uh, is it necessarily needed out here if you're not running suppressed? No, not really. The IC, the improved ones that they have, are just Insane. So they're mon- they're basically a monolithic upper where the upper receiver looks like it's going to be one big piece of metal, but it's not. They have a couple set screws in there, so you can take the rail off if you want, clean it out if you need to, but you don't. They also have a fluted barrel, but the fluting on it is actually twisted. So you get this awesome looking design, and they're just run. Yep. The other cool thing about it, it has an ambidextrous bolt release. So ambidextrous bolt release, ambidextrous safety. Uh, you can put an ambidextrous mag release on it. You don't really need to. But it's just pretty much an ambidextrous gun. So if you're a lefty AR shooter, come get them. They're 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 hands down my favorite rifle, especially how they look. They are just awesome. I put them up there with Daniel Sets. Me personally, I like them more than Daniel Sets, but they're both just excellent top tier rifles. And what kind of furniture are they using to keep them California compliant? So these ones will have the Juggernaut Tactical uh, Maglock on it. Okay. Me on mine, I, I run my feature list. That's I prefer to have my magazine release. Uh, but you know, teach their own. At least we can get them out here. That's a big kicker on it. Yeah. Well, they're terrific. Uh, so, you know, well made, and they look cool too. Mm-hmm. And the weight on them, the balance of them, is the cool part. You think it's going to be a big, heavy rifle? Absolutely not. This thing is small, it's compact, and it's extremely maneuverable. So, I got mine through a buddy of mine that didn't want it anymore. So I got it for 
I don't want to say how little money I got went for it. Kind of hurts, but yeah. yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Hey, listen, uh, we were talking yeah. in the previous segment about you know another proposed you know dumb gun law this time. Brought to you by your bumbling San Diego Council City Council. Not all of them are that way, but most of them are, in my opinion. Uh, that being said, though, you know, when it talks, we talk about safe storage of a firearm, you know, people mm-hmm. get to choose. I mean, uh, they're, they're, when they buy a firearm at uh, Gun Range San Diego, it already comes with a lock. A pistol does. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, mm-hmm. um, but also, too, what are the other options, you know, for, for storing at home, uh, you know, to have it near them or whatever the case may be? There's there's a, such a massive plethora of stuff out there. It really comes down to what you're using, you know. Right. Uh, we have safes that we have like little hand safes that'll fit, you know, one gun in it. And it'll be like a little biometric code. And some of them will you can swipe your thumb on it. It'll open them up. It's really going to figure out what works for you. Sure. It also comes down if you have kids, you know, you can have. There's other ones that you can bolt to a bed stand or a light stand or somewhere else where it's going to be bolted there where somebody can't pick it up and run off with it. Yeah. There's also ones that are going to be more exposed. That you can uh, lock up in your, you know, closets, whatnot, like that. Mounts on the wall. You press two buttons, and it opens up, and your gun is right there, already loaded, ready to run. Not say loaded, but already there, ready to go. Those ones are really quick. But you know, we always recommend people: Hey, if you got the time, you got the room and the space for it, get a safe. Especially if you're running multiple guns. Yeah, it's always good to have a safe. I think so too, and I, I think it's good for people to come down and have yeah. a conversation with you. Exactly. You know, we can get a majority of everything in. We're just a smaller store, so we don't have everything on display, but we can we work around it. We get everything we can for folks. So we're always here to help out as best we can, and we'll give you an honest opinion on it, whether it's you know, necessarily something that's good to have or versus, you know, let's get something a little bit better that's going to be more practical for you. And it really comes down to each and every person's individual situation. Uh, some people, you know, if they don't have kids or anything there, then just, you know, a little lockbox or something like that is good for them. But it really depends on your demographic and what area you're in. So, like me, I, I have a I have a, what is it, a 21 gun safe, and then I have a different safe for my ammo. Yeah, and that's just how I like it. So everything's both locked up, separate. And I have in you know different rooms and whatnot like that. But that's just how I run it because that's what I wanted. But it really comes down to what's going on in your household and what you are you know looking for out of it. Yeah. yeah when it comes to California, most of the pistols, almost every single one of them, there will have a California approved lock. Some of them don't, like uh, CZs don't have California-approved lock, so we have to sell you one, but, you know, we give them at a discounted price and whatnot. So sure. we take care of all that, you know. We take care of it. We'll make sure everybody's coming out of here as satisfied as they can be, especially when the lock's but And the point is, yeah. I mean, uh, someone could have it, you know, depending on their own personal situation at home and their family mm-hmm. situation, whatever, as, you know, as secure as they want it or as convenient as they need it. You know, mm-hmm. so that, that that's an important exactly. thing. We got a couple minutes left. I think you're going to mention real quick about the keep reminding us about the four basic uh, rules of safety. Exactly. You know, we can talk about guns and holsters and all this stuff all today, but it always just a good reminder. to Remember the four weapon safety rules. And, you know, so I say four weapon safety rules. And that's what I was taught in the military. And that's what I stick with. But everybody say there's another five of them or six of them. Like, no, always, you know, point the weapon in a safe direction every time. Never, you know. Never point at anything you do not intend to shoot. That's one of the biggest ones, especially on the indoor gun ranges like this. We're kind of cramped in there. And what a lot of people don't understand, especially new shooters, is your hands and body is going to move where your eyes look. So a lot of times they turn around and you're like, look at my shot, and they flag the whole range. Like, no, pay attention. The biggest one that we have, and if you look at some of our benches and stuff, there'll be little holes in it, is treat every weapon as if it was loaded. The second part of that would be keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to fire. 
That's what the biggest thing I instill with people is keep your finger off the thing. Keep your booger hook off the bank switch. That's what he says. It's always a good one to remember. <laughs> keep the booger hook off the bank switch. You know, right. Because a lot of times you look at the walls and stuff. But All right. Go you know, shoot. Plenty go, of rules on it. Just practice it. Hey, go shoot something. <laughs> I'm going to go shoot something. I'm going to go shoot, shoot some paper. Now yeah. that we got you all fired up, go shoot something. Thanks, buddy. All, all right, right folks. That's Thank you. Guns. Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to Guns Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Hey, do you or any of your family keep a taser, pepper spray, firearm, or weapon for personal protection? Well, do you have or are you going to get a CCW? Well, if you're involved in an incident, what are your plans to pay for bail and that expensive lawyer cost? Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection. For less than $10 a month, you will have a peace of mind knowing a 24-hour hotline and legal representation is waiting for you and your family. That's Firearms Legal Protection at www.firearmslegal.com. That's firearmslegal.com or call them at 844-357-9400. All right. Sam the Gunman, the one and only, the the myth, the legend, yeah, the the real deal, the nephew, the nephew. Is he there? Drinking chocolate milk. Yeah, hello. Drink, you Are there? drinking chocolate milk? Uh, no, this time it's Tang. Oh, oh you're what? going to the moon. You're go- who drinks Tang? I know. What? 1980. Who drinks Tang? I drink Tang. 1985 drinks Tang. So, someone must be drinking it because they're still selling it. So you're going to the moon? Is that what you're trying to tell me? You're just going to get that. Get that all in you? All right, cool. We got a question. You yeah. ready? You, you ready for this uh, this week's question? Oh, man, I hope so. All right, Sam, stump my nephew, Hannah, from San Diego, Uh-oh. wants to know why hollow point bullets are uh, illegal in warfare. Um, Hannah from San Diego, thanks very much for the question. Um, hollow point bullets are illegal in warfare due to, um, I believe it was the Hague Pact in 1899. That's that's ridiculous that that he just got that. How did you get that? Honestly, so I thought this was a really good question. I didn't mean to cut you off, Sam. I want you to to finish up. But but I was positive you were going to say the Geneva Convention. Most people think it was a part of the Geneva Convention. It was absolutely not. Go ahead. Go ahead. 1899. Exactly. Yeah, no, right. it, it is a great question. Um, but uh, so during the 19th century, um, colonial armies, most notably the British, um, had been using like knives and stuff to um, to scrape away some of the jacketing on their rifle bullets so that they would expand better. Basically, uh, you know, handmade uh, soft point bullets. And this was seen by the armies of Europe as um, excessively cruel. And so in 1899, they, uh, they drafted and signed the Hague Pact, which banned things like expanding bullets, um, poison gas, things like that, and then promptly went back on their word in World War I a few years later. Well, that's excellent. That's, uh, Hannah does not get a T-shirt, thanks to your... No, uh... She already has one, doesn't she? <laughs> that's excellent, Sam. That's very good. Now, what, what, how do you know that? Is it, is that something you, you didn't teach you that in school, right? No, definitely not. It's just uh, some casual light reading. Yeah, pretty much. 
Amazing. Outstanding. Outstanding. So are we, listen, we've been, I, we haven't talked about it in a couple of weeks. Are we allowed to talk about your new, uh, your new, uh, your new project? Yeah. Um, you know what? It's, it's been a few weeks. Uh, I guess, I guess it's time to let the secret out. Let the secret out. Tell everybody what you're doing. Dave, you got it. I'm listening. Our, our boy here got a new, uh, got a new job. Drum what do you got, son? Um, I am now a professional gun salesman. Really? But, uh, I get paid to sell guns. How old are you? Nineteen. And you can sell guns in your 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 town at that age. Yeah. See, um, I don't have a seller's ID, so my name doesn't go on the form forty four seventy three. I just work the sales floor. I um, I stand behind the counter. I help people find what they need. He's not at Dick's Sporting Goods, obviously. No, he's not at Dick's. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm not. Sorry, I'm not at uh, Fudd's Sporting Goods. So Fudd's where are you? Exactly. <laughs> where are you? Um, I'm at a, uh, a local store called SSG Tactical. Um, they just uh, they had a location about 35 minutes south of where I live, and they opened up a new location just down the road from me, and so that's where I work. And I, and you walked in, and after you opened your mouth and answered 12 questions so they could win a T-shirt, they hired you. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure they looked at my resume. I, I'm hoping they did. Yeah, you, you have gun radio show gun expert. Right, I know. I oh, say, yeah, did, did you know? Is that uh, on, your on your resume? I'm not a gun expert, but I play one on talk radio. <laughs> did, did you put that on your resume? I did indeed. They should be sponsoring you. They should be. Perhaps our show. Seriously, go back <laughs> and talk up. to them and just tell we'll them, hey, you them. know. For say a hundred bucks a week. Yeah, tell him to get a hold of Lance. Yeah, tell him to get a hold of Lance, and uh, we'll light him up. We'll light him That's up, and, be, and then you'll get, and then we'll see if we can't throw some couple bucks your way. Right. Well, well, tell, how many? Tell some of the guns you've already sold it to Vor, right? Yeah, I, I did. How did that go? <laughs> yeah, right. that went well. First, first um, week on the job, the kid's selling it to Vor. Well, yeah, it's oh, a favorite. Awesome. Yeah. Um. So the uh, that was I guess last week. Um. Guy comes in with, uh, I guess, a friend of his. He's looking around, and we've got a rack of uh, various different bullpups, and one of them catches his eye. It's it's the Tavor in FDE, and um, he, he asks to handle it, and he does. He really likes it. Um, he comes back later that day um, to, to buy it. He, like, he brings his uh, money and everything, um, but he didn't have... It, well, basically, to make a long story short, um, he came in the next day and uh, bright and early and bought the gun, walked out with a big smile on his face. This is what he, this is what he does to me. He sends me, he, I don't know if he, he just casually throws out that they have a rack of bullpups, you know? Yeah. Just just yeah. a little side story. Well, we're, we're not fully stocked yet at our Stafford store, and we do have quite a bit less floor space than the mothership, but... Um, yeah, we we are we we do have a rack of bull pups. Well, we don't have. There's not very few. I don't think any California stores have a rack of bull pups. I uh, know. Well, I don't know. You can sell Tavors out here. You can make Cal, uh, Tavors uh, California legal. So I take that back. We can we can do that. But usually he likes to he likes to rub uh, lemon juice and salt in my my uh, and he California does a fine job of it. Anti gun uh, wounds. So how long you, you been know, working there? I can't help it. Nah. How long you been working there? A uh, few weeks, maybe three three weeks or so. So do you think you found your calling? You're eventually going to open up a gun shop someplace? Uh, um, I don't want to make a career out of this, but um, it's certainly a great way to uh, to make money. I get up in the morning and go and sell guns for eight hours. It's a really tough life. <laughs> Fabulous. Well, congratulations. 
Woe is me. Yeah. Yeah, woe is you. Well, (laughs) as long as you love what you do, then it's not going to be a job. No, it it, it really isn't. Yeah, yeah. It's just a place to go hang out with like-minded people. And you have our permission to tell all the California horror stories that you want. It's perfectly okay. <laughs> oh, I will. I already have. All right. Buddy. Well, congratulations yeah. and thank you for helping me keep my supply of t-shirts intact. That's right. So now go jump in bed and get ready because you got a big day tomorrow. Yeah, I do. <laughs> all right, Sam the Gunman, folks. If you want to ask Sam the Gunman a question and possibly win a t-shirt, you can go to San Diego County Gun Owners, leave a message. And, or you can go to Gun Sports Radio, leave a message, Absolutely. and we'll be more than happy to hook you up, yep. and you might win. And right now, they are so limited edition shirts, I can't even tell you, because we haven't given them one away. <laughs> yep, send your questions. Yeah, so Here, send your questions. In fact, here's what I'm going to do. If you send a question in, go to SanDiegoCountyGunOwners.com or go to Gun Sports Radio, Facebook, website, whatever. If you send us a question and we use it on the air, you get a T-shirt. Ooh, there you go. That'll so take everybody off the yep. Okay. Sounds All right, good. buddy. You take care. Enjoy your day next week. Have fun at work. Excellent. He, he's off. He jumped. Gotcha. Jumped. That was it. Hey, real quick before we go. I could tell. I, I just want to get back to this, uh, um, the quote, uh, this uh, San Diego uh, City Ordinance thing they're proposing. Yep. They Residential safe storage. The one you're firearms all fired up about. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. I'm, I'm reading right here. It says discussion item. It says... It says gun violence is a major public health issue. Well, let's talk about that for a second. Isn't this the same city council that brought you the famous San Diego hepatitis outbreak? Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, just think about this for a second. Right. It's, it's such BS. Yeah. Isn't this the same city council and the same, I don't call them leadership necessarily. No. Some of them I do, but most of them I call elected official because that's really all they are. Mm-hmm. The same ones that underfund the police department mm-hmm. so the cops can't even answer the phone when we need help. Right. This is just. They can't even get police officers it, it, come to work here. bumbling. Because we, we treat right. our police so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just, they don't have time to. So disingenuous. They don't have time to figure out the budget, but they do have time to make sure that you can't. Yeah, you guys, you got to call them out on this. You Seriously. have to contact your local. And it's not hard to find. If you no. go to uh, San Diego County gun owners, I have a sneaky feeling yep. all the contact info for all of your representatives are there well what yeah we have what we have is uh we have a city council tab you click on that and you can see where they stand on second amendment issues either a thumbs up thumbs down or right. some, oh, we need people to get riled and they we need them to be with us didn't senator joel uh, anderson started as a riled citizen mm-hmm. yeah, he did yep exactly right, right. look how successful he became we need to bring him well. back so you know super guy can't lay down and let these people take no. away our rights folks i mean if it means you have to get angry that's fine but I'd get smart, not angry. Well, and this is, here's the other thing. This is one of those deals where it's like the, you know, the, the, the frog in the boiling water. And, you know, so this is one of those deals where I can see a certain percentage of gun owners going, eh, doesn't really, right. it doesn't affect me. Right. You know, I keep my guns locked up anyway, you know, blah, 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 blah. and then what happens? You know, a couple more of these seemingly mundane things uh, pass. But again, the the real reason that they do this, and, and John uh, was absolutely right when he called it virtue signaling, is that they mm. want to make you, a gun owner, into an evil, horrible, dangerous person. Right. So that's why they uh, take this opportunity to poke you in the eye. Yeah, so don't yeah. let them do it. Don't let them do it. You know, don't let them do it. All right. Hey, before we go, we just want to thank San Diego County Gun Owners. Go to SanDiegoCountyGunOwners.com. Join up. Ten, ten bucks a month. Oh, my goodness. What a deal. The, the gunrangesandiego.com, best gun range on the planet. 
CAFirearmsLaw.com, best lawyer you'll ever run into. FirearmsLegal.com, best protection for less than $10. How can you beat that? And, of course, my good buddy, Callie Key, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Get your AR-10 and 15 totally legal. If you want to contact us, info at gunsportsradio.com. We're also on Facebook and all that. Love to help you out right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. Oh, wait, don't go anywhere. Have I got a special show lined up for you when you come back right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170? The answer. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.